this is Tara. Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Tara, how are you today? Good. I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. We have Director Tara Langton on today, and we're going to talk about a little bit about your project you have right now, uh, hitting the film uh, festivals very well, and, and I hear getting great positive reactions, and that's Finding Anisha Jones. Yes, yes. We're, uh, our team's pretty excited because um, it's, it's been about three years since we filmed, and we started entering the film festival market for the last year and a half to two years, and we're starting to get some attention for it. So uh, I'm proud of the whole team. Everybody's excited. Well, I have to say, as the Lifebox Media Channel on our YouTube, it's the highest rated viewed uh, posting we've ever had. Over 16,000 people have, have seen it just on our uh, channel alone, which is amazing. And we're very excited. That interview that we had a couple of years ago, uh, you talking about it and putting it together, and you stayed right to dedication to time-wise. And I mentioned it even then that you were almost a year to the day to when you started the project to when you finished it. What brought you to this to want to do this project? Uh, it, it was interesting uh, because I, I was in uh, Marina Del Rey on Valentine's Day sitting at a coffee shop. Uh, pondering my next project, and I was very close to the you know, Playa del Rey area at the time, and I remembered child actress Denise Jones, who, you know, passed away over 40 years ago, had lived there and grew up there, so I thought, maybe I'll, I would do something as a tribute to her, that's what the project is, it's not specifically about family affair, but a little bit, little bit, bit of a tip of the hat to her, because although she was, you know, popular trial star at her time, mainly in the 60s and in late 70s, she's not as well-known as some other actors, whether child actors or actors that worked into adulthood. Right. She was, you know, she's a little off the radar unless somebody's a super fan, you know, where they're, you know, they're a trivia nut of old shows or something. Right. So we're talking about Family Affair, the iconic show from the late 60s and early 70s, which starred Brian Keith and Kathy Garver and Johnny Whitaker, and of course Anissa Jones, uh, who was Buffy on Family Affair. Right. So, um, yeah, so I thought, you know what, not a lot of people, unless they really, really were a huge fan of that show, or, 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 or an older generation, really would remember who she is that much. So I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this and, and do something as a little tribute to her, and then it's, it's been pretty successful. Tell us a little bit about your cast. Um, in that film, uh, a, a talented young actor named Brandon Richard uh, plays my nephew in the film. Uh, it's a it, fictitious characters. Uh, Austin and Holly. Uh, Austin lost his mother to cancer, and she was a best friend of Anissa Jones in the 70s, and her dying wish was to have her ashes scattered on the beach in Playa del Rey like Anissa Jones was, which is a fact, right? Um, which she passed. And we take this little road trip cross-country. Um, it's, it's an awkward road trip because he's, you know, he's a young fella, about 19, who lost his mom. This gal lost her, his aunt lost her sister. And it's just an awkward relationship, but then they kind of grow a bond once they get to California. And they become really supportive of each other. They, um, they... Um, Holly, the aunt has that I play. She uh, has a as a map and a note for a time capsule that Anissa and and her sister buried that they end up finding in Anissa Jones's backyard. And we filmed in her real life backyard where she grew up. We we were given the 
to go to film there um, a couple weeks before shooting. So uh, we had a, you know, we were thrilled that that came to fruition. That's, that's um, so really, it's a nice little story. That's really, really excellent to be able to actually be right there to film right on the property. Because I've seen some people post yep. some pictures and everything else online, and me knowing the backstory to this part as, as it is, you, you, I know how hard it is sometimes to get those okays. Um, and, and that leads me to my next story to go back to. Is So how did you get in the entertainment business? Uh, I had an interest since I was a kid. Uh, I grew up on Long Island in New York. And when I was a kid, I wanted to do a little acting, although I was a little shy. Um, I took some acting lessons at a local theater, but my parents would not let me get into the business. Uh, I was allowed to enjoy theater and, and, and movies, but I was not allowed to want to be in them until I got older. And I, I, was, I switched more to an interest in producing and writing versus acting, uh, which writing is my first love. And then I moved to California almost 20 years ago. I made the decision to pursue my dreams, you know, in my late 20s and, and moved here. And I just keep it going. I do a lot of independent work because I still have a day job like a lot of people. Right. Um, but my hobby of filmmaking is turning into a reality. I'm getting more projects done and getting more people involved. Now, and with, the, with finding Anissa Jones, I mean, you're, you know, people would think that you had a very big budget for this for a short movie. Okay, but I know it was I know it was minimal, and you got the maximum effect. I mean, you really did. Uh, it produced it very well and directed it very well. And I and I, what what were kind of some of the things that uh, walked you through this that you applied to get the most for your buck? Uh, well, for one, uh, everybody that was involved worked really hard for 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 very tiny. On a, you know, tiny budget. Everybody worked for peanuts, basically. The whole budget was $2,000. Every single person that worked on it got paid and fed, uh, which, as you know, is very important in the business. Even if you don't have a big budget, you got to at least pay and feed your people. Right. Um, and people, uh, when I gave them the script, they said, this, this sounds great. M most of them didn't even know who Lisa Jones was because two of them are a few years younger than me, uh, but they wanted to be part of something creative. And they brought their talent, which is a big thing, um, and just kind of ran with it. Um, even my editor, who got a lot of the airplane sounds out, which is very hard when you're filming next to LAX. That's for sure. Uh, which is probably a lot, a lot of people don't film down there because it is a lot of work. Uh, so things just kind of you know came together, and everybody put their heart and soul into it. So that, that's also uh, one thing that's really nice with getting recognized. And we won our first award for Best Actor for Brandon. Uh, playing the Austin character, so we were excited about that. Give, give us, give us, give us what he won and his entire name, please. Yes. Okay. His name is uh, Brandon Richards. Uh, won Best Actor uh, for the uh, Indie Film Fest online festival. So we were very excited about that. So that 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 also makes me feel good. Where we're on, you know, everybody came together for such a small budgeted project. They put their heart and souls into it, and now they're being recognized for it. And, By the public. and that and that that's very true. Um, and so you are going to be on the film you are on the film festival circuit right now, right? Yeah, there's, yeah, we're getting into a few of them. It's, you know, film festivals, as you know, are very competitive. Right. But every now and again, somebody says, "Hey, we like this. You know, you're you've been selected to to participate." So it's um, 
it's really it's really interesting. Now, now I'm going to ask you a question that I haven't asked you before. Um, it, okay. You you give that time when you watch the video when you watch the movie. You, you, it, it has a, it almost like it, you bring back to that age almost and then come forward with it when you see the production. And uh, was that just a vision that you wanted to feel like you kind of almost went back then and came forward? Because that's kind of the feel. Uh, yes, uh, especially because the character that I played was pretty much true to, the, true to my age and somebody my age would have been very young while Anissa was still alive. Because I was, I was literally... Um, three three years old. I I just turned three years old in 1976, and although I didn't know her personally, she passed away six days after my third birthday. So I also was trying to be realistic, where somebody even my age would have limited memories of that time period, but could tell his nephew some of the things about his mom and her friend, and oh, I remember this when they take me to the beach, or kind of right. along that lines of uh, having some memories. But Not remembering everything. That, but you transcended that into even the feel of the filtering or, or production. It feels like you kind of reached way back, and then you came forward. And I, I felt that was one of the pieces of magic in your film, is that it, 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 it feels like a memory. And yeah. then all of a sudden you come forward on it, and I, I don't know how you guys worked your magic in that, but I feel that's one of the major parts that you bring to the screen that people should feel. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and part of the way we, in that such short 10-minute film, we were able to do it as well uh, verbally was when he and I, are, when uh, Brandon, who played Austin again, the character Austin, were riding in the car, and there's a, there's a line where he goes, uh, so did you know my mom's friend Anissa pretty well? And, um, and then we go into detail. I talk a little about her and how she worked at the Winchell's Donuts, and I got full rights to use that and everything, do all my homework. And made it, you know, legitimate where, you know, diehards go back and say, oh, yeah, she did work at the donut place in Priadari. You know, I work things into the story to give you a little background with some of the photos that flash, you know, about her being a child star. So that way people who had no clue, like some 20-year-old that may have no clue who she was, gets a little snippet in the movie. But, you know, and if they want to go further and look, look for her online, they're like, oh, yeah, okay, this, I saw this in this little movie. So yeah, I, I try to give a little bit of a background, which um, the other director, uh, Shana, uh, that did a lot of the directing on this project, said we, we people we got to make sure people know who she is. Right. That don't know because you have a wide audience. Right. Yeah, we've we've even read a lot of the comments from the fans of our channel and your interview of going back that most of them are in their 20s or 30s that are going back looking at her that, that are watching her on reruns, as we would call it today. Uh, right. And, you know, they're watching it on, on it, the shows being aired on, on different networks, and they're going back and looking. So bringing fans from, that are much younger into it is something I see that you've done very well. Now, there's two couple things that I've heard. One, I fear that you're uh, – I, I have a question for you. Is there any idea yep. of this in your mind of maybe making this a feature sometime? Um, there's a chance, uh, it hasn't been in the forefront of my mind, but <laughs> I, 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 I've been told by some people to, to do it. Um, I would just have to do a little more digging, you know, of what I can do legally because, you know, her whole immediate family's passed away and I don't want to dig up fifth cousins or something or, you know, right. I have to see what I can, but we can also add the story of Holly and, and Austin and their road trip too. So, 
I just, I just wondered that. That was just my own curiosity. I know that kind of came out of yeah. left field, but I figured I'd throw it out there. Okay. Um, now, I, you know, I also heard that there's going to be a uh, possible screening of this uh, this coming fall, maybe. Yes, um, I don't have any dates set yet, uh, but a, a friend of mine who is a very talented uh, artistic director and does a lot of theater and, and film, doing the scenery, uh, mentioned he would love to show the film at the Colony Theater in Burbank. That I do know is the likely venue because it's been offered to me. Well, uh, we just we just don't have the dates yet, and you're you're the first person I will let know when we have dates, and that's something you can advertise to your followers when we have it. I appreciate anybody you. that's in the anybody that's in the area here in L.A. Burbank to come see it. Um, I might even try because um, my friend did that before with the, with the showing of a TV show where we didn't charge entry. But might come up with something to make a donation to help child or something, you know. Right. So um, that might be an idea. opportunity, a little fundraising. Yeah, but free entry in to see the the film, and this one would include outtakes as well. So it would be longer than the ten minutes. Right. And then we probably you know, answer questions and have a panel and the other participants in the film. So yeah, we're gonna put something together. That's excellent. I'll definitely, you know, you you and I are friends away from the show, so we'll definitely keep in contact yes. about that. I appreciate you doing that. But um, now, is there anywhere you can see this uh, movie online right now at this time? Not yet. I want I want to do something hopefully this year okay. um, and release it. We have a few more festivals we're trying to get in. Right. And when your stuff's out in public, they don't usually accept you into a film festival. I know there's so many people are dying to see it. And um, and partly what I want to do is include the outtakes, so that way instead of a 10-minute film, maybe it's like 20 minutes or 30 minutes with some Q&A and, and uh, some, some bloopers and stuff to make it worth the while, you know, for releasing it. So uh, right. now, hopefully this year we'll just get it out there. Right, That's, and I'm looking forward to it. Now, I also heard it's going to be screened, screened at the uh, first-time filmmaker session online. Yeah, it's been doing that this week actually. Um, globally, people can people can actually see it. There's, they have another thing where they people can pay to rent the film. Um, it's it's being yeah, so it's being shown all week. If somebody if people Google that, they can actually see our film and other films as well, and they can vote on it because uh, we're in a competition. You guys check that out. You guys go make sure. First time filmmaker session online. You guys go check that out. For sure, finding Anissa Jones. Now, um, I also hear that you're going to be on the next project. It's a feature, um, and a short, a short stop away. Yes, it's going to be. Um, yeah, um, this, I'm actually uh, excited that probably in August or September, I'm working with a, a guy uh, who's a friend from New York Film Academy, is setting up a table read for us so we can move to the next level, make script changes, and and get, you know, hopefully get going to production. Uh, a Short Step Away is loosely based on a book that I wrote about a young boy named Travis Tinley, uh, about uh, 12 years old. He lost his dad to cancer and shared a love of baseball with his dad. And he tries really hard to be a, a good baseball player. It's a few bumps in the road, you know, it's a little socially awkward, but he's a good kid. And um, I'm very excited. I have two actors on board for that right now. Rachel Lindsay Greenbush, who you know from Little House on the Ferry. Yeah, very, very, uh, very good friend of both of ours. Um, you know, yes. 
She, I'm uh, thrilled to have her on board. Now, now, what, and what is she, whom is she going to play in this? What's she going to play to this? She's going to she's going to play Mrs. Harper, the school teacher. So she's she's going to be the the school teacher in the in the film. That's great. That's a great cast right there. And yeah, the actor. Uh, we have an actor um, who's going to play the uncle of Travis. I, um, his name is Kyle Carvin. He's I worked with him on a movie uh, called Mindville ten years ago. He's done a lot of work since. He, um, he's been on Hawaii Five-0 as a Navy SEAL a few years ago. Um, his, his name is spelled C-Y-T-U-Y-L-E, Corbin. And um, we do have a IMDb page for the production, going to be directed by Elizabeth White, uh, cinematography by Peter Lugo. Uh, we're still going to be casting uh, further down the line. This is just the start. So um, we're trying to get moving. I was, I'm hoping we can shoot next year. So I have a few more things I'm working on, uh, but it's moving forward. We're excited. And you're looking at it just being a feature? Yeah, this is going to be a full-length feature, yeah. um, hoping in the theaters. You, you know, that, that is, if, if you apply half of what you applied with a bigger budget that you did for the smaller budget of uh, finding Vanessa Jones, you're definitely going to have yourself a, a great hit and with some great people already on board as well. That I'm looking forward to talking to you more about and seeing more about this in the future. Um, now, where can everybody find you on social media, Tara? Um, they can, uh, I'm just, uh, on Facebook, I'm just under Tara Langton. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Tara Langton, 1973, NY, number 2, LA. Uh, they can they can request to follow me there and check in with me because I, I will post updates on projects. And do you have any uh, do any of your projects because obviously your IMDb's which we will post as well for both Finding Anisha Jones and for a short stop away. But um, do they have their own sites as well? Uh, not the Anisha one, but I'm I'm working on one for a short stop away. So keep an eye on that on Facebook, just under that exact title. Fantastic! I appreciate that. Anything else that you? Anything? First of all, anything you want to say to your fans that have had a, have jumped behind this and and uh, checked out everything about finding Anissa Jones? Uh, uh, you know, anything you want to say to your fans on that? Well, I want to say thank you to people for checking it out, checking out the interviews, and uh, I look forward to um, putting out the actual movie there for people to see. Um, I really appreciate the support and and. Uh, everyone checking it out, you know, whether you wanted to check out our teamwork or you're a fan of Anissa's or, or anything like that, uh, just, just much appreciated. I, that's what I love about being an independent filmmaker. We're not a big Hollywood team, right. uh, but we do make movies for Hollywood. And uh, I want to put stuff out there that you don't see all the time because I grew up in the 80s with independent films, like A Field of Dreams and such, and I don't feel like Hollywood's making those anymore because every, everything is about superheroes and big budget, which there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I still think there's, there's another side of the market that has been forgotten, you know, that's been out there but been forgotten. And I think there's, people want to see that. I'm going to tell you, it's funny you said that. The Field of Dreams was on the other day, and it was actually on one of the cable networks, and actually was one of the highest rated things just the other day. So your ideas are obviously right on time. Because you know, just it, in a movie that's what thirty years old, and it, right. it, it just grabs huge ratings from everybody on a middle of an afternoon. So you bringing that type of movie forward right now and making it in that contents of things 
and that idea of things I think is really good because also it's you know you, you brought some good family stuff there as well. Right, um, and and it is a family film. Uh, I don't know if it would be yet uh, G or PG, you know, based on like a little bit of drama with sure. the death of losing the father. But there's there's not a bunch of cursing in it or nudity or nothing like that. So it's the kind of movie you could take your children and your grandchildren to that you, that you grew up with, and but not just you know trying to find a certain audience, but just putting it out there that everybody can enjoy. You know that's that's what that's what my my goal is. I want to be able to take my nephews to it and and not say okay cover your ears because there's right. other things like there's plenty of other things out there. Um, yeah, and I want to make a difference. Uh, I probably won't cast the kid yet. I thought I had somebody in mind, but now they're 16 and their voice changes and it's a little too old. So it's going to be not till we're ready to shoot. Are we going to cast the children? But there will, we, we do have a casting director in the wings. Um, so I have to, as I learned in, in filming, you know, kids grow up too fast. If you're not ready to shoot, they either get too old for the part. Um, you have to find a different part. Um, where their voice changes, I can't can't have a seventeen year old playing a twelve year old. It's just not going to work. Right, exactly. Yeah. You can't be shaving yet. Well, Character's no. not shaving yet. <laughs> right, and, and and all of and and people know. Keep your kids out there. That all of a sudden, maybe in twenty twenty, Tara Langton might ha- might be all of a sudden you know be looking for that magical young new star right. that comes out. I mean, we'll definitely keep we'll definitely keep that in mind. Uh, because just yeah. a kid that reaches out there that might be the, the child of tomorrow. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What, what are some of the influences of you had on, on movies you enjoyed as a kid and, 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 and growing up and everything else? And I know we don't have much time, because I, and we appreciate you taking the time, but uh, sure. what, what, was, what were some of the influences to you? Uh, well, one thing, I am, I am a, a, a nut for old TV shows. Um, as far as even when I was a little kid, even though some of it was rerun for me, I love the Mary Tyler Moore show and Hawaii Five-O as far as TV shows. Um, I know um, I'm watching interviews of Mary, and I know obviously she's passed, you know, two years ago. Um, I admire her, and and she and Grant Kinger put a great show together with a whole team of people. Right. Where you know she people said, "Oh, Mary, you gave me this opportunity," and she says she she had a comment. You can look it up on an interview where I just started the process. You guys all opened a path for me. She said it was not about me. We had a team of people that made it happen. It just happened to be it started off with her and, and Grant Taker, and then as an ensemble, people made it work. It was everybody. Right. And I want to be that kind of producer as well. It's not just about me. I, I may start the idea, but I get input, too, of what might work or not work. And then, you know, I'm, I'm open to other opinions if, it, if it'll work, if, if it's going to do, you know, for the greater good of the project. Right. And you have to be open-minded. Is there any, is so there any that's an influence there. Is there any people that particularly inspired you during your time growing up, uh, looking into entertainment and movies and television? Um, definitely um, those two I mentioned, like Jack Gordon, Mary Tyler Moore, um, also Helen Hunt. Yeah, Helen Hunt, because I grew up watching her as a little kid. Right. And then to becoming an Oscar winner, uh, you know, she's she was a big influence. Yeah, there's there's a couple of people out there. That that's really. What are what are your, some of your favorite things today? What is it? What what do you like watching today? Besides obviously things from the within the past, which I'm a huge fan of. But what are yeah. the things you enjoy today? 
Uh, well, today I don't have cable all the time at my place, so I, I watch stuff like on the on the internet. Um, I, uh, sometimes I just watch a, a couple of programs here and there on Netflix. Um, you know, it, it all depends. Um, what did I watch recently? Oh, uh, it's kind of not on the air anymore recently, but it was more recent. It was like Hot in Cleveland. Um, oh, with you know, I, I like comedies. Burton, yeah, I like comedies. Yes. And, uh, so I, I like I like comedy sitcoms. Um, I liked uh, the Modern Family. You know, was thought was hysterical. Right. Yes. You know, with with that ensemble. So you know, things like that. Um, I do like lifetime. Um, I do like movies, lifetime movies, and family movies. There. You know, sometimes it's whether it's more of a cowboy type movie or just somebody you know falling in love. It's more down to earth and not fake. Right. So, uh, Hallmark Channel kind of projects, you know, inspire me. I could, I could see, I could see them, and if they were smart, they'd pick you up. But I could see, right? You know, I could see you being uh, a big filmmaker on one of those. If if they get you early enough, and before you grab a feature, and all of a sudden, then they then they won't be able to afford you. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, from your lips to God's ears, yeah. But no, no, I, I'm not. You know, I, I'm I'm not being biased on that. Yes, I am, but not really. Because I know your talent, and I wouldn't say that if it was if it wasn't so. And people, right? Say, no, I appreciate it. I, you know, when I watched when I watched your work, I, I was really uh, and a big shout out to my buddy Max, my sometimes co-host. You know, we watched it. Oh, I love Max. Tell my I. I definitely will. Um, when we watched this, we sit there and were like, man, you know, you kind of reached back and just kind of like just just kind of grabbed heartstrings. Made you're, you're finding Anissa Jones made you look into her, but it also made you look into you, and that's why right. you know when we did the interview a couple of years ago, and also just to say your drive of getting it done. Like I said, it was almost I, it was almost exactly a year from when you first told us about the project, uh, as you and I spoke about it, to when we right. did the interview with you was almost exactly a year later, and you had it done. Yeah. It was August to August. That's correct. Yeah, I knew it was we like we that. wrapped up on August seventh of two thousand sixteen, and then it had its first film festival at Stella Adler Academy in two thousand seventeen, and then we a couple weeks later. Right. Yeah. That, that's why. Yes. That's why I sit there and said. I mean, it was amazing because God knows, you know, keeping it on time and on, you know, everything else is not easy yeah. to do as a filmmaker. Um, so you, you coming out with that, I was like, and I think I even brought it up in the interview to you then that it was about a year later. But anyway, look, again, where can we find you on social media? Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. You can find my account there. Um, stay tuned for uh, a page for, on Facebook for a short stop away. I'm getting in the process of building that. People can just do the search a short stop away uh, for the film. They'll see it eventually when we have it up. Um, and I'm on Instagram, Tara Langton. 1973 NY number two LA New York to LA and um, yes, as a matter of fact, I, uh, Rachel Lindsay Greenbush is on my list to call her about getting on her. So I'd be anxious to talk to her about her illustrious career and this new project coming up as well. Yes. Um, because and, and and also having additional members of your of your uh, cast, of course, is something we yes. can always schedule in, as you know, and as as a phone call away for, from from you. You know, but right. I thank you so much for taking the time, Tara. Ladies and gentlemen, Tara. Thank you, Char. I appreciate it. Director, producer, movie maker, 
Right now, Finding Anisha Jones, check it out online. Check out her interview on the Lifebox Media Channel. Go to all of Tara Langton's pages that she's mentioned. They'll be all listed below. And, uh, you know, really, I, I really appreciate you taking the time, my friend. And we will talk very soon. But thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about the project. Take care. I will talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you.